Hey, welcome back to the Conscious Capitalist Podcast Journey. My name is Chris, and this is episode seven of this podcast. And just giving you an, a quick update on how it's been so far. I love having a podcast. It's a platform for me to communicate what happened within the past few years about my life and so forth. So um, to my friends and family, this is a way for me to co communicate with you and tell you that, you know, no matter how much we don't see each other or how much silence there is uh, in our communication, I just want you to let you know that I want you, yes, I still want you in my life and that I'm super busy trying to chase my dreams and ambitions and so forth. I understand that uh, we haven't spoken in a while and sometimes I don't go to social outings. I'm sorry for that, but um, I'm super particular about my time right now and I'm very uh, focused on just doing well in the world. And plus, I am always thinking about how to get money because I'm creating a family. So there. <laughs> Thanks for following me on this journey, especially my friends and family who have always been there for me. You know who you are. And um, I want to say that um, I wish I were better at contact. But yeah, we'll catch up very soon. And Making a podcast allows me to share with you what has happened throughout my life and how I'm changing, how I'm growing as an individual, as well as uh, why I don't go out to social events often. I'm f mainly focused on my businesses and creating a great family, a future for my family, because I know that every sacrifice that I make today it's going to pay in dividends tomorrow. So, um, yes, this is uh, all a part of the delayed gratification. I know in the past, I love to party. I love to drink. I love to go out to clubs, eat out a lot, meet with friends almost every day of the week. But, um, yeah, this is the time where I buckle down. I focus and that's what I'm doing right now. So, Thank you so much. I love you guys. Anyways, having a podcast is liberating. Maybe you should think about doing one too. Other than that, uh, I am on my seventh day. So um, it's harder than I thought. Uh, there's a lot of editing, less editing than video, by the way. Um, but there's definitely a lot of time that goes into this writing descriptions um, talking about, or even talking about things like whenever I'm away from the mic, I have all these great ideas. Okay. Let's talk about saving. Let's talk about my trip or my journey in Japan. Let's talk about, um, my missions with my business now. Then once I get in front of a camera or mic, it all goes away. So, um, getting more organized and talking about my and documenting my thoughts and beliefs and just trying to get more organized so that I can deliver when the time comes. So I'm still learning. It's still new to me. Um, talking like this is very, uh, not painful, but it's very like, oh, okay, it's another rep. No one likes doing push-ups. Like it's painful, right? 
but um, you will get the benefits maybe in a few weeks' time or a few months and even years. Right? This is a long-term play, and I'm showing up. This is my workout. I'm showing up to the gym. Anyways, today I wanted to talk to you especially about why I am personally looking toward conscious capitalism, what makes me a conscious capitalist, and what have I done to make people's lives better up until today. So when I was growing up, my parents always donated. They donated to the church. They donated food. Uh, we also donated a lot of clothing to the Philippines, also as well as food. Uh, we knew that uh, life in the Philippines was a little different than what we had in America. So I saw my parents sending a lot of boxes of clothes, foods, goods to the Philippines. And um, I guess I learned about this. I learned that it's important to um, give so that you can receive blessings from God. And I grew up in a Roman Catholic family, very strict. We went to sun Sunday mass every week. If we were late, my dad was mad. If we didn't go, my dad was super mad. <laughs> but uh, now it's a little more relaxed. Um, and that's how I saw it's important to give, right? Even when we went to church every Sunday, um, they would have a tithing time, like collecting money. So as a little kid, we would put like $5, $1, whatever, as the baskets floated around the room. And to be honest, I, I had no idea what this money was for. I knew it was for God. And um, I'm pretty sure I knew that it was for supporting the church and the function but um, I saw like my mom and dad give money away a lot. Uh, they donate a, lo it, a lot for like the construction of a church. And I just saw this growing up. However, developing my own thoughts and wanting to give was that uh, I saw the world in a, a place where there's like totally the gap between the rich and poor is getting bigger. This is what I saw when I was in college, for example. Uh, but it didn't really hit me until, let's, I, I'd say that when I went to the Philippines um, and I really saw poverty, like I saw people on the street, I saw a lot of beggars, I saw a lot of kids like, trying to sell me gum or cigarettes. That's when I truly saw like, whoa, like they, like I'm so freaking lucky to be an American. Um, I thought I, I had like not a extravagant and rich life, but like if you spent, I, that was my first time to the Philippines, a developing country. I was about 21 years old. You know, I, I've, I've seen homeless people throughout my life and, um, I've donated my time and some clothes and stuff, but it was only when I went to the Philippines where I saw, dang, I have lived a very different existence. 
um, a lifestyle than a lot of these people in the Philippines. And I was like, my God, like just seeing the amount of like poverty, there's like, it was like blocks of poverty people, like even more than any skid row I've seen. Like there's, it's like whole communities based on poverty and like, you know, in the Philippines, you can really tell someone who's rich or not by like how fat they are. <laughs> so uh, there's a uh, there's chubby guys like walking with their nice uh, Lacoste t-shirts. They're walking, and then you see like someone really skinny or not uh, not really plump as they are. And I was like, wow, there is such a big divide. And um, like my parents. Uh, their family, our family in the Philippines, they're not too poor. They're actually living a pretty good life. But being and seeing uh, people like suffering, uh, little kids like like not even five years old, they're selling cigarettes. And whenever you go in front of them, like they all look like me. I can imagine like, so in America, there's a lot of diversity. You know that. But like when you go to the Philippines or because I'm Filipino, I saw that people were like looking like me suffering. So I was like, man, okay, so we have, we're a lot of, we're really lucky to be, to grow up and be raised in America. And I guess that's, that started my whole like, okay, um, that was super sad. I saw a lot of um, poverty and it made me realize that I'm very privileged. Uh, and I guess through throughout um, my life, being a Catholic, um, I'm, I'm not like your traditional Catholic person today. My, my beliefs are a little different. Um, but uh, I do believe in God and um, that there's God in everyone. It's just a little different than the traditional Catholic belief. But I just believe that it is my responsibility as someone who is a little wealthier than these people to kind of lift them up. Because uh, I guess through psychology classes, um, and just like my experiences going to school and studying about uh, the problems, like poverty is, is a mindset. And like, for example, if you are in a, an environment where you cannot do anything but work because you're thinking about your next meal, like you're just grinding it out, grinding it, maybe working 60, 80 hours a week just so that you can eat and pay bills. There is no luxury of thinking about, I want to start a business or I want to uh, do this. I want to do that. It's just like thinking about the next meal or thinking about how to pay for the, for your house. And especially if you have children, like this is even harder to to uh, think about right so basically poor people or people who are in poverty it's like they're looking at their reality every day their friends are poor their family is poor so it's it's really hard to kind of 
get out of that, right? And um, I thought about my life and how like, wow, as a kid, I had a ton of time. I I was super lazy. I gamed a lot. I, uh, I'm a middle-class uh, citizen. I was a middle-class citizen. Um, although we had like really rough times with money and I remember, I don't remember receiving much as a kid, like not many gifts from my parents uh, and so forth. I thought we were like, I thought we were poor, to be honest. Um, but I was able to compare my life to theirs. And I thought about like how I had so much free time at the luxury of taking naps. And it is a luxury to be able to sleep and do nothing. However, like that's such a waste of time. Why not improve, uh, work to improve, uh, the situation of the people around you that's suffering? Um, as you know, I'm very empathetic when I see people in pain. It hurts me and I can get very deep into it. Uh, if, if I was around, um, like homeless people, t uh, too much and, I probably give away everything because um, I'd feel bad for them. And I remember my time in Japan, uh, people usually, uh, there's not that much homeless, right? I don't, it's really, really rare for some, it, they exist, uh, their homelessness exists in Japan, but they choose to be that way or it's, it's just, it also, it's, there's so many thi uh, parts of homelessness. Um, it's like, uh, they choose that lifestyle or it's, uh, it can be a mental issue that they're dealing with. But anyways, um, I remember in my poorest days in Japan, like I remember walking home. It was, it was really cold. I was drunk off my ass. And basically, um, I saw a homeless man. He was sleeping in his, his tent near the, uh, it was like under a bridge or on a bridge. I can't really remember, but it was dark. It was like two, three a.m. and I was just walking home. And at that time, I pulled out some money and I just left it there. Um, I don't want to share this this uh the story to brag or anything but even when i feel like i didn't have anything i i don't mind to give and i continued to do this i continued to do this throughout my life so a few things that uh, i strongly uh, believe in is that you need to give some of your money for people to support causes that you believe in um, for example, I support a program called World Food Program. Um, you can download their app called Share the Meal. And basically, I give a monthly, I, I, it's on automatic payment. So I give a monthly payment to them. And, uh, yeah, I, I love supporting these. Um, there are other, uh, other programs that I supported in the past, but this was just like really easy for me and whether or not it actually goes to 
for example, feeding a family or not. Um, I, what I like about it is that they actually show you like on the app, it says, Hey, you've been able, you were able to feed someone like, uh, this person and they were able to buy this, this, and this, um, thank you for your donation. Like, even if it's used for marketing, I truly believe that marketing is super important for these nonprofits because how are they going to reach out to people other than marketing? Right. So whatever, like, I know that my money is used wisely in a program called the world food program. And what their mission is, is to end food, world hunger, right? They uh, help families in poor parts of the world. So that's my monetary donation. It, it comes out of my pay or my, um, not paycheck. It comes out of my, my account every month. And I don't even think about it, but I understand that I can help someone in need because I can. Um, I don't even care about like the tax benefits, but I'd rather give money to the poor rather than give it to my government. Uh, if that, if that makes sense. Um, although I think taxes serve a purpose, they help the community with, uh, infrastructure and so forth and paying for all, all these things. I'd rather give it to the poor. However, um, I do also donate to, a charity called Charity Water. Um, I really love how uh, the CEO and founder is uh, creating clean water all over the world in really poor places. He's finding ways to source water. And uh, knowing that people don't have clean water, like I'm in Hawaii, I freaking waste so much water just by bathing. Um, I read articles that people actually clean dishes with sand because they want to save water in uh, places where water is really scarce. So, yeah, I, I donate automatically to Charity Water. It comes out of my, uh, my account every month. I don't really think about it, but I feel great. Um, so there's a few ways that you can... Uh, help and fill a role in charity. Uh, you can do this with number one, your time or number two with your money or three, you can, uh, I don't know if this is a part of time, but you can definitely like talk about it to people. You can raise awareness. You can be an advocate. You can, do some marketing that's completely free, but it uses your time. So I'm someone who would rather support causes with my money because I know the more that I spend time on the money making activities, I can then pay for someone's meals um, as well. So uh, yeah, I, I know that my mission is to make as much money as I humanly can as possible. And I'm still figuring out that out, like uh, being a millionaire and stuff. I'm still figuring out. I have achieved some success in my business, but I want my business to profit enough so that we don't even feel that we're 
like giving away our money to uh, be poor or something. Like I, I want it at a place where like, I don't even feel my donation like hurting me, but I'm still constantly giving to foundations. And uh, yes, now we are partnering with a lot of groups uh, that think the same way. Um, I think even, even before, but like even more nowadays, businesses are more willing to, to support causes that they believe in and that they can give back to the community. Um, I really love this and I love this shift that, uh, for example, a key term that I want to introduce is the word not in addition to conscious capitalism, but also social enterprise. So what's a social enterprise is, is pretty much a business. They seek maximum profit, but also maximum impact. So making a ton of money, but also donating a ton of money. So I believe that uh, it's getting more popular now and that I really love how we're doing this. We are now moving into a society where it's cool to give back, whether it be for charities, poverty. Um, also, a, a really cool organization that I want to give back to one day and even in the near future is this thing or organization called Underground Railroad. Um, I, it is a organization that aims to combat sex trafficking around the world by uh, creating teams that work with law enforcement and so forth. And I think this is a major problem that we need to uh, raise awareness for and pour more money into it. Um, I don't actively donate to this but I'm going to find a way. So if you feel strongly about sex trafficking and if you want to be a part of the solution, look up Underground Railroad. This is not sponsored. This is just me wanting um, our children to be safe. And I want children to have the choice of like their life. I hate the idea of slavery. Um, I hate, I hate everything about that. Like it, it, it makes me sad. And, um, I wish, I wish I could, uh, help a little more, but right now through my businesses, the more I earn, the more I will give. And, um, yeah, it's just basic, right? Like it's, it, I'm not even saying this to brag, but I am someone who would give even if, he was poor, right? Like, um, even in the very day, the days that my account bank account was the lowest it has been, like, let's say hundred dollars, five dollars. Like I still didn't stop my, my giving it's, it was always a part of me because like, I know that it's, I kind of believe in the law of reciprocity and the law of giving, like whatever you give, you will receive. Like you give, 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 receive.
give, 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 receive, and definitely just creating a world where people would give, give, give rather than take, take, take. Um, I strongly believe with that uh, in that, and um, I love supporting, especially when my personal uh, connections and my personal uh, my friends and family who are going through a rough time. I'm always someone who donates money to GoFundMe's um, for like I don't know funerals and pets that are having a hard time and. I I get a lot of satisfaction because I know that one day I may need that. Um, I don't like to think that um, it's transactional, like I'm just giving because I feel good about it. And um, yeah, I, I want to advocate that like this is going to be the new norm, like just giving, but yeah, like you can choose what kind of way that you give. You can use your time, you can volunteer, or you can give your money. I choose giving my money. Um, sometimes I give my time, but mostly my money. Yes. And uh, moving forward, I do want to incorporate uh, a giving to nonprofits as we profit with my businesses, AI Capital Partners. But most importantly, um, I believe that through our work, giving free education, especially financial education, can be the solution to many people's problems. Right. I think that poverty is a mindset. It is uh, a combination of the habits that you see, um, that you adopt for yourself from your parents, your friends, your family, and the people you're around, right? You always, you're always influenced. So, um, there is a big disconnect between the thoughts and behaviors of someone that is poor or the thoughts and behaviors of someone who is really wealthy and rich. So um, I had a, a professor who I met in my freshman year of college. Um, I forgot his name, but he was something like, he was from Africa and he was a marathon runner. He came from a poor family, but he made it to America. He was like, if, if anyone were to take my home, my clothes, everything off my back, like I will still be able to succeed because I have my head, my brain, I can think. So this kind of exemplifies or shows that whatever, whatever you, wherever you go, as long as you have a really good mindset, you can become wealthy anywhere you are. So it is a mindset, right? And you always hear, I, I, I'd hate to like bring in Donald Trump as an example, but 
we all know that he's a multi-billionaire and that he has a, a ton of money, but he's, he's lost some mil- like millions, 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 millions of dollars on his uh, risky uh, business ventures. However, he was able to get it back because of his mind. Like imagine you being like billions or millions of and billions of dollars in debt. Like how do you recover from that? It's, it's because you know how to make money and you know how to get out of it. You know how to communicate and leverage people, leverage money to gain money. So uh, there's, there's a big disconnect of like what they're teaching, what the wealthy are teaching their kids and what the poor people are teaching their kids, right? So it's our responsibility to teach our children different ideas to break this cycle. So um, I can say that my family, uh, I grew up in a middle-class family in Hawaii. Um, We didn't see a lot of money because Hawaii is so freaking expensive. Um, But uh, they taught me that in order to get money, you should work hard. You should work extremely hard. I saw my parents have like three jobs at a time. They did like their main job, their night job, and like so many gigs, like side hustles so that they could pay and afford for their life in Hawaii. So, um, you know, they didn't complain. I've seen them working. And this is why I got my workaholic personality is because I'm pretty sure I've seen them like just work until extreme exhaustion and keep going. Um, but I, 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 I'm breaking the, I'm breaking the cycle. I want to teach my kids how to invest. I want to teach them how to um, value their time and not give it to someone that like, I want them to be happy. I want them to, uh, so Basically, the point I'm making is that I want to break this cycle by learning financial education and finance and real estate and everything. I want to learn it all. I want to pick the best one for me and kind of break that generational cycle of not being financially literate financially illiterate financially i want to (laughs) i want to um teach my kids financial literacy and i'm happy because my parents actually invited me to become a financial advisor in the network marketing company that i was talking about um i was talking i was like they actually um taught me how to invest in that in that uh, company. And basically uh, I started to work on my finance from there, but you know, they did this for a long time. So I wonder why they didn't teach me starting from like a young age. So basically I want to start teaching my kids off younger and, you know, just 
breaking that generational curse. And it starts with financial education. You know, I wish I learned about real estate investing when I was younger. I see like 18 year olds starting to buy houses and cash flow on Airbnbs and stuff like that. I'm like, oh man, I think I missed, uh, I missed the, I wish I joined in sooner. However, like this is the best time, yo. Like this is the best time to start educating yourself because when you're filled with that uh, feeling of FOMO and regret, fear of missing out, if you don't know, you've been living under a rock, <laughs> then basically, yeah, you, um, you work harder at it. You start learning and um, the more you're in it, the more you meet people who know a lot more than you, the more you will absorb it and um, become it. So this is my play. I'm studying a lot. I'm listening to podcasts like Bigger Pockets. Um, I do mentorships like Sub2, uh, Pace Morby Sub2. I'm in a mentorship called Multifamily Mindset right now. Paid a ton of money. However, I feel that I'll probably reveal like how much I actually spent on education and mentorships, but it's, it's in, it's close to, uh, it's, it's a cup, a lot of grand. <laughs> I'll, I'll, get, I'll leave it at that. But anyways, I am happy to invest in my financial education because I know that the more I know, the more people I meet, the more I will make. And the more I will make, the more I can teach. And as the more that I can teach, the more I can change the world. And through my knowledge, I'm paying for this stuff, guys. Like there's a shit ton of things on Google. However, I want to get straight to the core of the strategies that make people millionaires, billionaires, whatever. Like I want to teach this to my kids. I want to teach this to my family. I want to teach it to my friends and just have them join the journey with me because like I, I know a lot of people are just stuck at their jobs that they hate. If you love your job, don't leave it. Like just stay there. However, um, you don't have to quit your job in order to start investing. You don't have to quit your job in order to be extremely wealthy. There's so many things that you can do to get wealthy as a passive investor, but learning the things that I talk about and the things that I, I'm learning will change your life forever. Like that's, that's like a given already. Like you, you don't even know, like I, I'm so excited to teach you, but there's so much freaking information that's in my head right now. I'm just slowly teaching you step-by-step step as I learned it because it's like drinking from a fire hose. Like you can die for, <laughs> no, no, I'm just joking. But like basically take it one step at a time. Um, my contribution to the world is my brain. It is not, it's, it's more of my brain and teaching people how to fish, right? You know, you heard that, uh, that saying, uh, teach a man how to fish. He'll eat for the rest of his life. I want to teach you how to fish friends and family. I want to teach you how to get money and change your life.
And this is my contribution to the world. This is the core essence of what it is to be a conscious capitalist. I want to teach you how to kill it in life. I want to teach people how to build wealth through my own mistakes. And I want to teach and even give money. Like I want to teach people to give money so that they could support the causes that they believe in. Because, uh, yeah, man, like that's all I want to do, right? Just be rich, have my fat friends and family rich. I want to, I want to grow together with you guys. So this is my mission and I hope you see that. I hope you join this journey with me. We're, we're taking it one day at a time. So this is just the seventh day. I have hundreds, hundreds of more days to give you guys. And this is my contribution. My podcast is my contribution because I know that the more I reach out, the more lives I'll impact and the more I will make, the more I will give. <sighs> okay, that's pretty much all for today. I'm going to cut it short and leave it at that. Thanks for joining me. Um, I really appreciate you guys listening in. I hope this is reaching the people that I want to reach in. I hope you're listening to this and understand where I'm coming from. Okay. See you soon. Peace out. Good luck on your journey. Thanks.